Hi there, and welcome to... Is that a joke? I'm Chris. And I'm Tiff. And folks, we're hearing it again. <laughs> it's it's Black History Month. It's the end. Also known as February. It's the end of Black History Month. That is we're true. We're going out with a ba- bang? Uh, it's something of a bang. We, <laughs> we are ending our first themed month of this podcast uh, by taking a look at a specific work of, let's say, black art. I, I, would, I would classify it as that. Since it's a general meaningless term, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm black art, but we can move along. I can agree to that. Oh, Not Big Baby, though. All right, so the... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Big Baby. That was that, that was needlessly callous. There will be a hate... There's going to be, like, a diss track about you soon. That's fair, honestly. <laughs> I kind of shit talk Big Baby a lot, so that... I, I think it's only fair we get their side of the argument. Tell them, tell them what we did. Tell the jokesters. We watched a little film called Diary of a Mad Black Woman. It is longer than you think it is. It's nearly two hours. I think officially the movie stops before the credits at, like, 150 or 145. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that's a... And honestly, I would actually say... I don't know if the movie is that long as much as it's really poorly paced. It's got it's got at least three different montages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I will say this though: I did just call the movie poorly placed, but I'll also paced. Call, paced. Thank you. I'll also <laughs> say this: I think this movie was interesting. I think it was watchable. It was I thought cool. it was singular. The only word I won't get to is something like good or. Fully functional. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Without looking at anything. Not Mm -hmm. researched. I'm putting the phone away. Tell me all the plots you can remember. Okay, so there's the main plot, which involves said mad black woman uh, being kicked out of her house. It's her diary. Yes, dragged out of her house, if anything, by her ungrateful husband, who the film tells me is called... Shit, what's his name? Charles! Thank you. It's Charles in charge. So so Charles has just kicked out Helen. That is the the first storyline. Helen also overcoming her own what kind of sounds like a depression yeah uh as long as meeting with a, a young fella named orlando that is a that's like Sorry. every time you say it i think of that last scene where she's yelling it <laughs> and, then, and we made fun of her saying the wrong city <laughs> no no she no no, said, no. Atlanta. atlanta orlando it's like you're in the wrong place honey uh, you're saying atlanta weird <laughs> so, on top of that, there is also the subplot that went nowhere, which is uh, the <laughs> Charles dealing with a drug-dealing murderer who he accidentally gets sent to jail. And, of course, the drug dealer ends up shooting him, which paralyzes Charles. So, in that way, it connects back to the main plot, but that's kind of where it ends. There's also uh, her cousin, mm-hmm. who... Uh, became addicted to drugs. The film implies it's crack, but doesn't really say. Mm-mm. And her husband, being kind of a general dick about it, played by Tyler Perry, mm-hmm. kicking her out of the house. Uh, she has her from her kids. She has to go to rehab or on her own. It, it's ringing. Seeing that whole plot play out, yeah, Tyler Perry's lawyer character in that movie kind of sucks. His, his wife gets <coughs> His wife gets uh, succumbed by this horrible addiction, and Sorry. he. It's okay. He kicks her out of the house and away from her kids, and it's just like, cool. I, I guess that's what, just what we were doing in 2005. That also really sucked, because you pointed out while we were watching it, the fact that, like, Medea has to say, like, help her. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like... A gun-toting woman has to be the one to tell you to help your drug-addled wife. Poor okay, thing. okay. So there's also Medea, who has 
No plot of any kind. No, she's just there to like she just be kinda, the middle ground. She just kind of wanders into people's scenes, more or less. She's uh, the, everyone's relatives. They're like, she's the glue, let's say. Yes. You can argue there is Charles' side piece that he has ch- kids with. Kind of part of the plot. Um, I think that's about all I remember. I think you're good. I think you... Because we didn't even touch on the second half of the book. I called it the turn. I loved the turn. Mm-hmm. I love when she gets so mad and after Charles is... It's really hard to call them by their real names because you nicknamed all these characters while we watched it. I did. So just for future terms, <laughs> Charles is Q-Ball because Steve Harris is a beautiful bald man. Yes. But I hated his character so much, both like intentionally and unintentionally. So uh, Q-Ball is the name. Q-Ball got shot by Raptor, which is the... <laughs> Which is the uh, the murderer he was trying to pass? Who had a very raspy voice. Oh my god! So so Raptor was so funny because they talk about his case and Raptor goes, "What do you mean? What does he say? Something of like, what do you mean self defense?" And he's like, "They have you on tape." Yeah. Q Ball's like, "They had you on tape." Yeah, like just straight up shooting a guy. <laughs> oh, we loved Raptor, yeah. and then but like the turn. The turn is when. Raptor shoots cue ball, and then uh, main mad black woman gets so she has to go. Mrs. Diary uh, has to go, basically. Ooh, because Mrs. Diary and her getting back from her, getting over her ongoing divorce, gets with Orlando. Also known as Omarion. Because of his hair. Oh, yeah. And so, (laughs) so Orlando fucking proposes and then she sees Q-Ball get shot on the news I guess? Yes. And then she literally doesn't answer the question. She just goes, I have to go. And you see her like, you see her hit him so hard across his dumb bald head. Mm. It was such a treat. This is why I can't really say uh, that I didn't see some sort of appeal in this movie. Because yeah, I was invested when she was just talking shit to him and smacking his big old bald baby head. The scene that I will never forget is still that scene where she throws his body in the tub and he's like making bubbles to stay alive. Mm-hmm. And she's like, stop blowing those bubbles. And you like watch him almost drown. Yeah. And then you watch her go like, oh, fuck, I can't let him die, I guess. While she's lighting a cigarette, I she might add. did not smoke any other scene in that movie. I wish... <laughs> And that scene, as good as it was, I wish he would have just put out the cigarette butt on his head. You wanted that so bad. Well, he was his head was already wet from the water. It would have perfectly snuffed it out. See, but I don't think we're allowed to do that to real people. They, they could have a fake cigarette. I, You know, most cigarettes are honestly just filled with, uh, from what I've heard, cabbage in the well, film yes, industry. But, like, it still would have been, because she had to light it. It still well, would have had the fiery bit, right? Movie magic, darling. You snuffed wow. it. Wow. You snuffed darling? it. Darling? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Ugh. Okay, movie magic, baby. I'll take that better. Darling just felt nasty. <laughs> I don't, okay, that's fair. I mean, I don't get it, but also, I get it. Uh, but yeah, basically, you, uh, you 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 extinguish it off screen. You put it on his head. The actor, who was a very good actor, acts like he's getting burned. Well, yeah. And then maybe in post, you put like a little smoke, like a little CG smoke that in there. That makes sense. It just felt douchey. That's, that's what I want. I wanted Q-Ball to suffer. Okay. I hate this man. <laughs> you really, you leaned into your hate of cue ball so quickly. I just, the, the thing is, and here's the thing about this movie too. It was a fascinating movie to watch because I'm just going to say it. The material itself is 
poor. Like, it's a lot of montages. It's, it's badly made for like film specifically. I won't judge. Like I it, believe it was a stage play part first. Yes, it was, and I and I, I don't want to judge the stage play. I haven't seen it, uh, and I and judging stagecraft and filmcraft are two very different things. They have very different needs and uh, rules and stuff like that. Yeah, for a film, it's really badly made. Because it feels like a lot of what would have been music numbers in a stage play were weird montages, and that's why we don't know how time went by. There's a lot of classic, like, stage director turned film director mistakes here. Yeah. A lot you of, can tell it's his first. Exactly. A lot of bland shots of people kind of walking around, because on stage it's dynamic when people walk around and create motion, but on f- film, when you just have, like, a very static shot of them doing that, it's less engaging. Or a sexy sax while a sad lady drinks wine. A lot of weird music choices in this. <laughs> the music in this movie, I think, is my favorite part of this movie. It's definitely the most interesting. <laughs> it's so funny. You know, you say that, but I do have to say, as not good, and I'm, I'm being kind of generous, because it's not the worst no, material. No, I've seen way worse. No, I, I do not mean it as, like, ironic, like, the music in this movie, haha. I mean, like, legitimately, I enjoyed <laughs> yeah. the music in this movie. No, it was, there was some really good music. But, and I also want to say, it's funny you say that. Something I think, too, is that despite the material being what it was, man, all the actors were really giving it their all, except for Tyler Perry. But all the actors were, like, really going to town. You were so fucking shocked by the voice that came out of that little girl at that church part near the Oh, church. she was a gorgeous singer. She won't, her voice was amazing. Yeah, and plus... The, the church daughter... So, that's the plot you forgot, which is the lady does drugs, then the, the, the husband is like, my daughter can't sing at church choir. That's she right. She can't sing it because music got her mama into drugs. Yeah, the church choir is the gateway to drugs. <laughs> the gateway choir. Oh, I see I did forget that so part. That funny. is true. Sorry, it'll come to me slowly. This movie, y'all don't need plot. Just know that we watched it, and it mm-hmm. was wild. It was so fun. Yeah, it was wild. It was fun. But let's also talk about the fact that it also is like, and this is a big reason I kind of dislike the movie, okay. is that when a movie like this has like some pretty substantial things it wants to address... Which I say this film does. Oh, so many. It's about drug addiction. It's about abuse. It's about... And it doesn't go deep enough for any of them. Nope. It's a surface, shallow level look at it. And uh, also, with a film like this that has, let's call them abrupt tonal shifts, (laughs) it somewhat diminishes... What do you mean abrupt? Think you know Name what I at meant. least one. When was it abrupt? I think about a, a beautiful scene of the mother telling her daughter that you need to get over and you need to forgive this abuser and then forgive yourself, punctuated by an old man farting. That <laughs> that's to me, what I hope you'd use. That's like the movie in a nutshell to me. It w- so my big issue with this movie, because again, I still had a fucking blast. I enjoyed this. The goofs that made me laugh as a kid. Oh, I guess I should talk about that. So yeah, yeah. My mom used to literally, like, drive to see Tyler Perry plays. Like, I, I, my memory of this movie is, like, a mashup of so many other movies because I've seen so many of them. I've also seen, like, shitty bootleg recordings. I think they were real recordings, but they were filmed like they were bootleg recordings that he would sell at the shows. I remember, like, seeing in someone's house, like, the DVD packs for them. Yes. And they were, like, the super thin DVDs. Like, we could only get these at Walmart kind of stuff. Yes. And that is how it, so, like, but they would have the real, like, art and stuff on them. Like, the one from Medea Goes to Jail just had, like, Tyler Perry as Medea with, like, some other women, like, dressed in orange. Kind of like an orange is the new black look. Yeah. But, like, cheaper. But, like, so, 
I remember my mom being so excited for this movie. I remember watching this movie countless times. I think I told you right before we started recording a scene I thought was in this movie that's in a different movie. Because I have seen so many Tyler Perry things. Because he was giving work to so many black actors and actresses at a time that no one was. And listen, in 2005, I was only about 15 years old, but I was very into film discourse at the time. So I used to read like a lot of different critic opinion pieces and a lot of like message boards and stuff like that. Yeah. And the general word of mouth is that like there are so many great actors in Tyler Perry movies. And it's so sad that the state of Hollywood at the time and a little bit today was so bad that like. This is pretty much, like, one of the few opportunities where you can see these actors. Because no one else was really giving them roles, like you said. They acted the fuck out of what they were given in this movie. This is the thing, is that because they were so underrepresented, there were so little parts, that the actors Tyler Perry was able to acquire were all really great actors. Because, ooh, I loved fucking Mrs. Diary when she got mad. Like, mm-hmm. I thought she was going to kill him more than once because of the rage in her body. And Kimberly Elise, who is her name. Uh, uh, yeah, she's had quite a long, uh, long film career. And I she love is, her. Yes, she has always been great. And uh, yeah, it, it, it speaks to what I say. We're like, I think she's this incredible, amazing actress in half of her filmography is Tyler Perry joints. That is not surprising. She, because I was telling you off the pod, Mm -hmm. he supports loyalty. Like, as long as you are willing to work with him and you are doing what you can do, it feels like he will work with his people. Yes. I remember hearing about Tyler Perry that made me also want to revisit this during Black History Month was, I believe he built like a whole fucking compound during the Rona to keep his people there. But as soon as vaccines were available... He told them to also bring their families and make sure his people were vaccinated. Yeah. Like, he did so many things. I just was like, holy fuck. I think that's the, uh, the. I mean, obviously, that's just, like, a good move in general as a community. Yeah. It feels very much like something he took from the stage with him. Cause on, For sure. And a lot of stage shows, you do, like, have a little built-in family with that. And I feel like it's kind of like Tyler Perry thinks of them as, like, his players, you know? And that's what it feels like, though, because you see so many of those people over and over. You get to know them. The world of the Tyler Perry universe is wild. It's wild. Yeah. I, I will say this, and I don't know if this is, like, this is not controversial to say, but... Oh, yeah, Tyler Perry is uh, the, the one sore note, though. In all three of his roles, both as Medea, mm-hmm. Old Man Joe... And also the lawyer guy with the drug wife. Uh, all three of those roles, just really, just really bad hokey acting on his part. Oh yeah. Specifically, and I want to make I want to be clear about this. It's specifically coming. It's a bad performance coming from a man who is clearly very talented and knows a lot about acting. Because in later films, when he's directing his actors, and also actually, you know, Tiffany, we're gonna take. You're a- gesturing at me a lot. Yeah, we're going to take a quick detour, and I'm going to stop gesturing, because I want to tell you something, Tiffany. Okay. Something I didn't know until this very moment. Tyler Perry didn't direct this movie. No. He wrote it. Yes. And he uh, produced it, I believe, but he was not the actual director. Seems it would take a couple of of his films before he actually jumped into the director's role. Yes. So, he was not directing the film. No, Uh, I did know this. I imagine, though, that because of his material and just his general presence, I'm sure he had a pretty big, like... Like, I'm sure he helped the film get made the way it was. I don't think he, like, handed it off to a director and said, do what you want. I still think... 
think he probably pulled some of his punches. That's what I mean. being, like, his first movie. And also, that's not the craziest thing. It, yeah. It, directors usually are kind of the guiding voice in a film, but it's not always the case. Sometimes the producer is the one who more guides it, and the director is there more as, like, for hire than as, like, the creative center of it. It's such a wild movie to go back to. 2005 was a long time ago. It's, yeah, remembering, like, I was 14 when this came out. Like, it's what, now they know how old we are. Yeah, it's fine. The, you'll never find me. And <laughs> I guess they won't, Tiffany. <laughs> but it's so wild to, like, go back to it because I hadn't watched it in so long. And so certain bits, I was like, is this how this movie starts? Because <laughs> I remember that scene where he throws her out of the house so vividly that I didn't know where it was. Yeah, and honestly, I think that just speaks to kind of like the main flaw. Well, one of the main flaws in the films is a terrible sense of structuring. What is time? That movie is a movie that prioritizes scenes and moments over like a general flow or like a, a general plot construction. You know what I mean? Yes, but also I want to rewind to something you said because I just remembered my response. Okay. Which was, I like thought it in the moment but didn't want to interrupt you. No, 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 I, go ahead. Uh, you were talking about how like hoaxy his performance is. Yes. At this point, we have to remember, he had a huge fucking following. Mm-hmm. So his hoaxy performance feels like he was like, I'm playing to my, my audience. Yes. And it felt like trying. Yes. And that's not defending him. It's just the man knew he was going to be fine. Yeah, listen, like uh, like I said, I, I actually think Tyler Perry is very talented in a lot of regards. He's yeah. He's given some performances in recent movies that have... Uh, it's really made me look at his work differently because... I don't really watch movies. That is fair. But uh, yeah, Tyler Perry, uh, he's a very enigmatic figure. He makes films that confound and frustrate me to no end. But I also, I can't lie, I had fun watching this movie. I'm not going to tell you this movie isn't entertaining on some level. I laughed twice. Yeah? Like, out loud. Yeah, That fucking did. chainsaw scene gets me every time. Like you said, Tyler Perry, at least at the very least, you know you're going to get spectacle. Like, I love spectacle until the chainsaw got me. What was the other one that still got me? I know that one got it was me. Very, it was one specific joke. It was <laughs> when uh, Joe was hitting on Mrs. Diary's oh, mom. Yes! And she sa- he says, I have Viagra. And she says, I have Mace. And it's still, it gets me. It's, it's funny. A, it's a good joke. It's a good joke. There's a lot of talent on display here, and a lot of it's going, like, in different directions. That, yes. That makes it ultimately not Raptor work. Raptor was in a different movie. <laughs> yeah. This man coming in with this dark, gritty voice, but he's, like, acting in a way, like, as if... He looked like he was on an episode of Law & Order or something. So there's... Follow me on this journey. There's this movie called Velocipaster that I watched that's a very bad Veloc... It's a pastor who becomes a Velociraptor, but it's a bad costume. I've seen this uh, this, this poster, actually. Oh, okay. I was like, oh my god, if you see that. I will not see this film. So there's a bit in that movie that I will never stop quoting, which is there's a sex worker in that movie, and she's talking to, like, her dude. What do you call them? Pimps? Do we still call them pimps? I mean, that's mostly, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying not to be fucked up about this. No, 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 you're good. And so she says... She says something to him, and then he says, what's my name? And she says, like, Water Johnny or some shit. And he says, why? And she says, because you're swimming in bitches. And, like, that is the energy I was getting from Raptor. (laughs) 
Mm, okay. <laughs> like, it's got a very similar itch of, like, you're doing some extra work that I didn't know I needed from you, but I love you so much. Yeah, I yeah. Love you so- he... I'm so sorry. I'm gonna give you lots of pastor spoilers. Ugh, when, do you have? Can we can we stick to Diary of Mad Black Woman? I truly. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't want to. I'm sorry. Listen, Tyler Perry worked very hard on this movie. I don't want to take away this film from him just so we can give exposure to Velocipaster. Velocipaster is very funny, but very racist. Do not watch it. I won't. That ever. is the real reason why. Hey, that's fair. But no, Diary of Mad Black Woman just still so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Why was it so fun? Was it all the montages? I th- mostly for me, it was the actors. I think yeah. the actors really brought the role. I think Tyler Perry. They all really commit. Yes. I think Tyler Perry's like, he's not a good writer, I would say, but like he's, he, he, he is a writer. Like he has the talents of a writer. I also wonder what all stayed and what all went from the stage show. Mm-hmm. And if those plots make better sense as like a whole last two act play. Like if we get more time with people. Yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like everything was just cut really short. And maybe the kind of cheesiness of it does work better on stage, you know? Mm-hmm. Stuff like uh, the the drug woman making a surprise appearance at church for a big solo just in time for her character arc to complete. Yes, 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 yes. Kind of stuff like that, you know? And, and again, I, I don't think that's like the worst thing a film can be kind of cheesy or kind Some of my favorite films are kind of cheesy and kind of hokey. Honestly, my biggest problem with this film is just more structural stuff. Yeah. And uh, some dated elements that I really can't Ugh. say are specific to this film, though. No. It's 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 just a time. There were moments when troubling things were said that I would be like, honestly, like this doesn't even feel like a 2005 thing because people are still saying dumb shit like this. Yeah, because we had to talk about that because I thought you were just being mean. Yeah, no, it was just, uh, you know, just movies. <sighs> most of my favorite movie stems. I think we should talk about the fact oh? that the film does address some pretty, like, serious issues. Okay. And that, and and talk about uh, some of the ways that it both uh, capitalizes them and also kind of fails them a bit. Let's go one at a time then. Yes. I'd say first, domestic abuse. Ooh! We sure did talk about it at the beginning of that movie and then never talk about it again. Yeah, and also the general... I mean, listen, I don't want to prescribe that, that Tyler Perry had a quote-unquote message for every single thing he was doing in this movie. I think, it, you know, there's a thing where you're working more through the character's journey, but you're not trying to say, like, this is what I think about all domestic abuse and stuff like yeah. that. But it, this version does kind of round out to, if you get domestic abused, you domestic abuse them right back. See, I took from it, if you get domestic abused and you want to domestic abuse them back, you need to forgive them for yourself. Yeah. Which is still real shitty. Yeah, not 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 a great attitude towards that, I would say. Uh, no. Also, I just wanted to talk to you about. Uh oh. I think we mentioned it earlier. The way this film kind of talks about being a black woman. Yes. And it's rough. <laughs> yeah. But also something like uh, what we talked about with Tyler Perry's uh, the actors who would never get a chance yeah. to shine. It, this, I imagine this is also the only time a movie would even address certain issues like this, you know? I love a movie where all the extras are white. Like, you talked about it, that scene where Q-Ball's job, the white people are like, oh, I'm gonna look away, it's in my business. Like, this world, I guess we call it, mm-hmm. is so black-centric in a way that our world just isn't. Very true, very true. And it's nice to see, like, 
so many black characters. This is going to sound weird, but it, it, it's I imagine at the time it was relieving to see a movie where black people had like all kinds of different characters and roles in society. You had black lawyers in this movie. You had just like regular black poor people in this movie. You had black people of like all stripes and colors. In yeah, because we did talk a bit about during that church scene, you were like, ugh, this movie's a bit washed out. And then you had to like have that moment where you're like, oh, but look at all these different skin tones. Like, of course. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that in that, in that case, the cinematography was prioritizing the skin of the actors over having an open window in the background which would just basically explode into a sun bloom which is fine honestly like See, and yeah. i think it is an artistic choice because your girl's been to some churches without ac and a church like that felt like it wouldn't have ac it felt like a church like that everybody in town goes to or like all your friends go to that church mm-hmm. yeah it's it's it probably was not like i think this movie probably had a bit of a a limited budget, you know? Yeah, probably. This was the first Tyler Perry thing, so he was an unproven entity, so... And yeah, there, there's a lot of areas where you can see the film being held together by, like, glue and strings. Yes. Which is fine. Again, I love some movies that look like they're barely just getting by. Ooh, did you notice? Yes. Because I might be wrong, I'm shooting my shot bad, but... So, in that closet seat... Medea says, like, Doja and Gabbana all wonked up, and she's mm-hmm. like, this is a cloth! And it's, like, a beautiful, like, silky shirt. Yes. So when they're in the hospital later, the the mistress and the Mrs. Diary, mm-hmm. is the mistress wearing that same shirt? Because it looked like the same color. I don't think it was the exact same one. It was the same color, and it was, like, a silky shirt. Yeah. That's all. It would have been a, a funny little callback. But... Yeah, sorry, that was just my thought. That's okay. Can we move on to drug addiction and how... Because some of those, the way that was handled was pretty okay. That is true, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, we talked about how the, uh, there's a woman here who has a drug addiction and her wife is portrayed as... Sorry, kind of a, her wife? I'm sorry, his... Uh, yeah, her husband is portrayed as kind of a... A bit of a douchebag, kind of kicking her out of the house, keeping her away from the kids, which is, uh, hey, uh, rule number one, that's not what people who have a drug addiction you know need what? in their that's life. But, only going to make it worse. Yes, but arguably the film, like, acknowledges that. I mean, it doesn't really, but also, like, it kind of does. It touches on it in the way it felt like it could, I think. Yeah. You give it what you can give it. I think that there was a problem of having too many things it wanted to talk this about. We had so many different little plots and characters. This, like, yeah, and this is what you were talking about earlier, and I yeah. think you're right. A stage play can be like a sprawling three hours. Like a fucking ensemble piece, but you can't really do that with a movie like this. And you especially can't do that when it's like your first movie, oh, you're coming in no. on a limited budget, you're making in uh, a, a mostly black film, which I'm sure at the time studio execs were hesitant because... Hollywood was really fucking bad back then. Yeah. It's not good now. It was just, okay. it was worse. Ooh, I was worried. Yeah. Ooh, can we play a game? Yeah, let's play a little game. So uh, there are bits in this movie where people just leave scenes. And I want you to tell me what you think happened when they left. All right. So like, number one, mm-hmm. when Cute Ball got left in that room for three days to just shit in his pants, what do you think he was thinking about? I think he was thinking, damn, I shit my pants. Oh, God, am I doing it again? Oh, yeah, I'm doing it again. Here comes the shit. Oh, I'm a little poop boy. What do you think he was thinking when he wasn't shitting his pants? I think he was like, I'm a little poop boy. I'm so poopy everywhere. That's what I think he was thinking. See, I think he was thinking, hey, where are my kids? (laughs) Because we never saw them, but he sure did talk about them a chunk. Yeah, that's that's another thing about this movie. (laughs) I know we're playing a game, but also... He was always like... 
my sons. <laughs> the whole diary aspect of this movie meant the narrator would just tell you shit that happened yeah. without you ever seeing it or being clued in on it. At one point, the mistress just leaves and takes the kids and empties his bank account. And we learned this by a character saying that happened. Yeah. Which, you know, it's uh, not the best way to convey information, I'd say. And it's why this movie, uh, even though it's entertaining to watch, you kind of feel its length. What do you think the mom was thinking after she visited Diary's mom, mm-hmm. Mrs. Diary Sr., was thinking after her, her, her daughter visited for the first time at that old folks' home? Uh, I think she was thinking, oh gosh, my daughter, I hope she's getting good dick. I think she was thinking, who's going to pay for me to stay in this old folks home? Because that was the time they talked about the bill. (laughs) Well, I guess, Tiffany, I think what you're offering is not really a theory as much as what happened. No, well, that's how they left it. She was like, I'll make him pay for it. (laughs) That was the last line, wasn't it? Yes, and so I think she was still like, am I going to get to stay here? Yeah. I I, think she was thinking more of those lines. I wonder if she wanted to stay there. I don't really know. I didn't really see the old folks home. And the the film, like, said that, like, she, Mrs. Diary basically forced her mom. Oh, okay. Forced her mom into the home. Yes. Because Q-Ball was being a dick about it. Yes. But then, as far as I can tell, she still goes back to the home, but it's like, now she knows that we're they're cool about it. Because now we start seeing Mrs. Diary Sr. coming back to Madea's house and stuff, and she's, like, all up in her family shit again. This film just has too much going on. So, <laughs> what do you think uh-huh. they talked about when she went to go get Orlando back? <laughs> I think they talked about Orlando. What do you mean? Or do you mean, like, no, on the way out? No, dinner. When she left Q-Ball, because he signed the papers, mm-hmm. what do you think Q-Ball, Medea, and the whole family talked about when she went to go get Orlando? I think Q-Ball looked at everyone and said to them, who likes Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> I think yeah? Q-Ball looked at them and said, who let the dogs out? <laughs> oh, like a, like a classic Mitt Romney quip. <laughs> I think, hey, hey, folks, who let the dogs out? I think he literally was like, what, man? And then they, like, told him about Orlando. (laughs) It's like, yeah, so after you... Because that's a separate story from him. He does not know about Orlando. It is true. So they're they're just like, so after you domestic abused her, she found this cool guy who didn't domestic abuse her. Looking like Omarion before he had that icebox where his heart used to be. And this is 2005. So this is, we want that Omarion look. Ooh, he was wearing those bandanas. Yeah, yeah. No, a good-looking man, that Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good look. A good actor, too. Good acting. Like, especially from him, because his character is, like, his character is a very weird thing, is that he's the good guy in the story, but also he's supposed to be kind of a dick up front, and the writing makes it's him... haters to lovers. Yeah, and the writing makes the character kind of go back and forth between saying these nice things and these really weird controlling things, and... The fact that the actor, like, tried his best to make yeah. him see consistent, like, it, I think he put in a lot of work to that performance. That's what I mean. It's like, the actors, I think, were working to kind of carry the sloppy writing, quite frankly. I have a last scenario. Yeah, for sure, because we are nearing the end, so this is perfect. My last scenario is, what do you think Q-Ball and his mistress did after Mazia cut that house up with a chainsaw? Because we just left that. Yeah, and they were just left with, like, a, a sawed-up uh, chair and a bunch of ruined clothes. I, so, like, what do you think they did immediately? 
Because we just go to the Medea and Mrs. Diary in jail. We don't know yeah. how that house gets fixed. Well, knowing Q-Ball, I'm sure he calls down the maid to fix it. Ugh. I, we knew her name. Yeah. Can we talk about how Mrs. Diary... I'm sorry. Mrs. Diary talks about how she cooked and cleaned. Mm-hmm. But they have a maid. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, <laughs> that's uh, not true. Also, the part that fucked me up because of your reaction to it was when Medea's type on a fucking calculator like it's a piano. She's... <laughs> She's like cooking and cleaning and blah, 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 blah. and then Mrs. Fucking Diary says, "Oh, and he beat me." And Medea like goes, "Ooh." Yeah, it was a weird like anger shudder cackle. It, it was a weird. We don't know what that tone was supposed to be. Yeah, I, I did. I, I yeah, yeah. At this point, Tyler Perry has already demonstrated that he does not have a great way of depicting tone on screen, and I'd argue. Throughout his whole career, he never really figured it out. Because based on clips in the one other movie I've seen of his, they always just wild very like crazily between these different tones and disparate elements. Do you know what I think Q-Ball and his mistress did? What do you think they did? I think he got his mistress, he got his boys that we never meet, mm-hmm. and he goes, it's time to make this house our house. And then we missed a full montage of them redecorating and buying things and looking like a family. I hope they played that one song from that montage of Matilda, <laughs> that one that dun, 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 hold my way, dun, dun, dun. You know that one? Yes. I thought you meant our house <laughs> in the middle of the street. Our house. That's, that's my, what I was going for. That was my favorite part from Matilda. No, I just <laughs> thought I thought you were going to say until you said Matilda, you asshole. <laughs> That's fair. But now I think it's time to wrap it up. So, before we say goodbye, mm-hmm. what would you rate this movie on a letter grade? On a letter grade? Uh, pluses and minuses do exist in this world. Okay. I would say this is a D minus. I agree. Some very... No, I'd give it a C. Okay, that's fair. I For me, it had a lot of, like, promising elements, but I wouldn't say anything other than the acting was fleshed out or consistent enough. Every. It's a lot of good ideas with wrong choices, is what I would say about the movie in general. It got real laughs out of me in a movie that wanted to be funny, and that's what pulled it up to a C. That's fine. That's fair. Uh, Where can the people find us? They can find us currently on a lot of different platforms. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find us on... Pocket Podcast. Pocket And uh, on, specifically on Apple and Google. If you could leave us a review, that would be lovely. Especially a good review. It doesn't have to be, but I'd we like it. like it. Bad so, Baby would love you forever. Nope. Bad Baby? Big Baby. Big Baby. Man, big Baby is bad. All right, so. Ooh. Naughty. Just kidding. I'm coming around on Big Baby. Oh. I figured that that's the only justifiable way to close off Black History Month. You know? <laughs> oh my god, what a dream. But yeah, please leave us reviews. We'd love you forever. Or at least I would. Chris probably wouldn't feel any different about you. I'll love you for a week and then go back to indifference. Also, <laughs> if you would not mind uh, following us or engaging with us on Twitter.com, we are at JokesterPod. J-O-K-E-S-T-E-R-P-O-D. That's where Wait. we do our main social media things. Is that J- how you spell that? J-O-K-E-S-T-E-R-P-O-D. Oh, you're right. I don't know how to spell it in my brain. But I thank just... you for calling me out. I appreciate that. <laughs> I thought an R was missing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. All right. So 
on that note, social media and all that stuff plug, we're going to say farewell to Black History Month for now. Oh, I have already for March because one of those days is my birthday and I won't tell you which one. <laughs> Indeed. Bye. Bye-bye.